Hi, welcome to Euro Trash Weekly. My name is Stephanie and you are? Hi Stephanie, my name is Nora. Alright, and we are friends in a very unlikely situation. Um, we have uh, actually a really funny story of how we met um, that we want to start out with, but um, we are a podcast that talks about all kinds of um, things that happen, current events, we use our snarcasm to discuss our lives, and everything else that comes along with it. So we hope you enjoy our podcast. So we should start out with the story of how we met, right? Um, it was, don't you think we should start out with that? Yeah, for sure. Uh, it was a, an exciting <laughs> story and more about our background. We are from Europe, both of us. So we are oh, happy. Right. <laughs> we are happy to visit the US and I currently live in the US. So I live in Europe. I'm back. I was I was in America. That's obviously how I met her. But I am back in Europe now due to this really awesome political situation that's happening right now. <laughs> As we speak, it's happening. Yes, and I'm cringing and uh, barely sleeping, but I'm making it through uh, with European hours, trying to get the updates, but yeah. Anyway. Yes, because when <laughs> we record, yeah, for our listeners, when we recorded this, this is going on on the third day or the second day after the election. I can't tell. <laughs> uh, I know, it's been going for months, it feels like. Um, it's the, it's Thursday now, that's when we're recording, so it's been two days, it started, yeah, and it's going well into the weekend, so um, I'm ready for a lot of alcohol this weekend. Yeah, what are you <laughs> drinking now? <laughs> uh, well, actually, right now I'm just drinking water, but um, I, I, I might switch to wine later, who knows, this is, uh, this is, every night I'm getting anxiety, and every morning, every morning I wake up really early, actually, because the first Usually I can keep sleeping, but the first thought I have is like, oh my God, I've checked my phone because it might be decided. And then, nope, nope, nothing has changed. So, and I'm not expecting much to change tomorrow either. <laughs> so, yeah. No, fun me times. either. I think it's okay. Just occupy yourself, have some fun. I'm drinking some, okay, let me tell you what I'm drinking. I have some ingredients oh, with yeah. vodka, ginger <gasps> ale, and lime. Do you know that oh drink? My God! No! Oh, wait, is it... Wait, no, vodka, ginger, and lime? Is it... No. No, I keep thinking of um, ginger beer, but that's not it. Th that's it. Um, it's ginger beer and ginger ale, almost the same. Ginger beer is more um, strong. That's the only difference. Oh, okay. Well, I'm slightly jealous, actually. <laughs> I should have prepared. <laughs> it's my favorite drink. It's called the um, Masca Mule. Yes, do you have that special cup that it comes in? No, not the copper cup. I want it for Christmas. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. Yes, that's an easy present, actually. It to, is, um, right? Chill it, yeah. put some mint in there. That's how it is. I hope, <laughs> I hope Nick knows uh, what you want. <laughs> yeah, I think he does. I think he knows. Do you want to go right. back and start how we met? Our amazing yes. friendship? Yes, yes, that's uh, what I just wanted to start out, our crazy, <laughs> crazy meeting. I actually don't remember who who did the, um, 
who who posted the ad? It was oh, an ad on Craigslist, but who posted it? Okay, let's tell people clearly. We met through <laughs> Craigslist. <laughs> yes. Because but you I... make friends through Craigslist. You sell your cars, you buy your whatever, lumber. <laughs> you make friends. <laughs> But yeah, exactly. And who posted it? Do you remember? Oh gosh, I think I read your ad, honestly. I think you posted it and I answered. Or no, maybe I read, I posted it and you answered. <laughs> Well, either way, it sounds pretty terrible. Who goes on Craigslist and is like, um, I need some paint and also a new friend. <laughs> <laughs> and a new Ottoman while we are at it. Um, oh, exactly. Why not? So we all come to the good one. <laughs> <laughs> I think what happened is this. I think I posted an ad and I tell you why. What happened with me, I lived in Southern California by the time I lived in the US for four years or so. And I finished my schooling and I moved to Southern California from Northern California. And it was really lonely and I had no friends and I was going through a divorce and I was all alone and I really needed friends. So I started to figure out that I think I need to make European friends. And I just posted an ad, I think, that said, hey, if you're European and want to hang out, let me know. <laughs> And this is exactly how you get me as a friend. <laughs> this is how you get Stephanie as a friend. So yeah, just go to Craigslist right now. I'll answer them. <laughs> Not anymore. This was in our youth. We were in our 20s. This, this era has passed. <laughs> well, I mean, speak for yourself. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I, I actually was in a very similar situation, which kind of bonded us very quickly for, I mean, early on, because I was also going through a divorce. And um, since I had moved from Germany to Southern California, I also didn't have a lot of friends um, at that point. And I think I was still in college, if I remember correctly. I think you were, yeah, because yeah. you had a lot more time in that sense that your free time was yours. And me, I had the job and that kind of put a damper into how much I could hang out. But um, yeah. I could tell that you have a much more fun life. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you live only once and I was still in college. <laughs> yeah, I know. The great college times, the college years is the best. It's yeah. It was it was some good times, and we after that had some great times together. Some um, weird times, but also some really unforgettable times. <laughs> and uh, it seemed like our lives were pretty parallel until this point, and and going a little further. So it was really funny, and we used to hang out quite a bit, and. Um, go up to uh, the wild streets of Hollywood. Yeah, I remember I was new to LA and I was new to Southern California, but I lived in Orange County during this time. And um, that's right. Yeah, and it was way different than living in Long Beach or living in Hollywood or living in Los Angeles. So we would party in Los Angeles during those years. Yep. We would uh, party pretty hard. I mean, well, or not, because uh, someone's car got impounded. <laughs> yeah, that story. <laughs> That's an interesting story to share. I don't know if we should go with it right into the party area. <laughs> well, I mean, 
or I don't know the crazy standard story or um, oh yeah the one where you t- <laughs> downtown LA and yeah you I went home and then you called me and you're like I actually want to go home too <laughs> I don't know if you remember that and I had to drive all the way back to downtown LA yeah but I remember that you know that was the same night that you just brought up about the car in pound was it yes that was the end of the night. Okay, so let's go into the story of our great party years. I had a respectable job. I was a video game developer in um, Southern California. And in the meantime, there is a famous convention that's going on. It's called SIGGRAPH. Everyone goes there who's the, interested in animation, interested in 3D and VFX and all that. So we decided to meet up with my teacher there. And you were going to come along to go with us, remember? The three of us were going to go see a show at Sunset Boulevard. Remember? I barely, yeah. <laughs> a bit. Uh, well, I was drinking a lot of Sparks at the time. <laughs> yeah, the Sparks was definitely the drink of the era. So yeah, we were um, meeting up with my teacher. We're going to call him Jack. And um, remember what you said about SIGGRAPH. Why don't you just tell us what you think about SIGGRAPH? I don't remember what I <laughs> So we basically, I picked you up in Long Beach. We pull up yeah. at SIGGRAPH to pick up my teacher who's just coming out of the hotel convention in front of the whole SIGGRAPH convention. Yeah. And you were like, what is this convention? Is this the hot guy convention? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Needless to say, at the time we were both single. So I think it was for us, the hot guy convention. Uh, when you're single, you know, and had a few sparks. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but we were just going to go have a good time, uh, listen to a band. Um, and what happened on the way is, uh, is interesting. I was, I was also driving my beautiful BMW Rick James. It was a great car, mm-hmm. my favorite. And, um, and then I just hear the cops pulling us over. You know? And I had a drink in the car. Unfortunately, you had opened container in the US. What kind of European are you? Open container is not allowed, like... Well, you know, it's allowed in Europe, so... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, it's allowed in some parts of uh, the US, too. My husband tells me stories, but I'm not sure which part. Louisiana, not Texas or something. Uh, Some parish, it depends on which parish, whatever. Uh, I'm not familiar with that, but I know it's, it's clearly not allowed in Los Angeles and we didn't know, but we hid it under the seat. And then the cops uh, were ba- ma- mainly concerned about my registration because my registration was expired over six months and they don't like that stuff. So they pulled me over because of an insp- expired registration and I get out of the car or at first I don't think I had to get out of the car until they shine the light. <laughs> on you <laughs> on me and my drink on your drink and that your drink rolls out under your seat <laughs> <laughs> and then the next thing we know is like open container open container <laughs> everyone get out of the car I think we all had to get out of the car And we all had to take, I had to take the, uh, what is that, the uh, alcohol breathalyzer test. 
to see if I'm drunk driving. Yeah. And they kept shouting at me, have you been drinking? Have you been drinking, miss? Have you been drinking? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I gently, I gently puffed into the breathalyzer. Gently. Gently. Just like a lady would. And yeah, of course. Of course. And he said, miss, that's not how you do it. Just blow into it as fast <laughs> as you can. So I, I, I did. And he said, well, you've been drinking something, but it's below the level. So, but we'll impound the car. That's what he said. <laughs> yes, and we were in the middle of Sunset Boulevard, Hollywood Boulevard, like uh, on a on a Friday, no Saturday night or something. Super busy, but we were, I mean, far away from home. Were we blocking traffic? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we pulled over, but we were on either Sunset or Hollywood. Yeah, we were on Sunset, I think, because that's where we were going. I think we were very that's close strange. to where we were going, very far mm -hmm. from the Seagraph Hotel. But to me, it seemed like, well, we just drove a couple of blocks. It's fine. So <laughs> our teacher, my teacher is in the back seat in the meantime. And he's not white. So I'm pretty sure he enjoys this little parade that we are putting on. The two white girls. Oh, I know. <laughs> we had so much privilege with this, too. I mean... I can't imagine if if we were not white. I mean, God. I know. I think I think he was scared. He did not say anything. We were like, la I was laughing. I was I like, what? You're going to impound my car? How dare you? I love Rick James. And he was saying, uh, lady, ma'am, it's not a privilege or it is a privilege to drive in the USA. It's not a right. And I'm like, okay, but how are we supposed to go back in the middle of midnight in Los Angeles? And he said, take the bus. <laughs> so we did. We took the bus. Yes, we did. <laughs> and I think my teacher was the only one who knew how to take the bus at that point, because he was the only one who was not drinking anything and was quiet and was thinking about what to do next. He was like, how did I end up with these two? Crazy. I feel okay, sorry just... for him ever since. And we haven't spoken after this event for a long time because I think both of us were kind of confused of embarrassment. And but lately we come around and, and speak and we, we, you know, communicate and like each other's posts and send, Aww. you know, hugs and, uh, you know, support each other throughout the voting and throughout these uh, elections. It's, it's important. Oh, nice. I think he's a really cool guy, but I think the situation kind of confused us. Like, we didn't know, you know, as each other as well to get into this kind of trouble sort of together, so. Oh my God, I know. Especially like with such, I mean, just looking back, we were so, such privileged white girls. Like, well, how are we gonna get back? We'll take the bus. How are we gonna take the bus? <laughs> and if we didn't, we didn't even, we didn't go to the concert though. We went to the hotel, right? Well, yeah, because who's going to go? I don't think there was no Uber at the time. You couldn't call an no, Uber. So we had no, to go was... like, well, I guess we're going to go back to the hotel where it's safe. We have to figure out how to get my car out of the impound tomorrow and just everything. But I really, by the time we got back to the hotel, I, I, I had other plans and I decided to stay over there and keep drinking with my teacher and another teacher and at the hotel bar and you just went home and i was like no i'm staying i'm but staying i'm drinking home? here i have a good time <laughs> yeah but how did i get home 
I don't know how you got home. I think your friend, another friend of yours, were leaving LA, uh, and you went with them. Okay, I must have because I, there's no way I would have taken the train alone by myself. No, night. no. I think your your other friend uh, took you home, and um, when I had enough, I was just like, "Hey, come get me now!" <laughs> yes, you called me. I was already in bed, like trying. You know, I was already like. Like in my slumber, and I uh, had my PJs on, teeth brushed, and everything. And then I get a call from her. She's like, "Ah, well, now I want to go home." And I was in LA, uh, in Long Beach, and she was in LA. And I don't know for the non-SoCal listeners, that's um, it's a good, I would say, oh God, I don't even know what it is in miles, but it's definitely like a half-hour drive. Yeah, I think it's um, about thirty-five miles, but it's it's thirty-five or forty-minute drive for sure. It depends on yeah. traffic. But at night, you know, I think it was five a.m. when I called you. I'm ready go yeah. to go home now. Come get me. <laughs> I know. Well, I did. And <laughs> this is what good friends are for, and this is the reason why we are still friends today. I know that is crazy. Um, if I mean, you yeah. if you called me tomorrow that you're at the San Francisco airport and you want me to get you, I go. I just go in my pajamas, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to know. Those are really good friends. Yeah, <laughs> even in a crazy situation. Yeah, so. the um the whole adventure was um was crazy for us because normally what we do is we would just go out and have a good time have a couple of drinks, dance, and just have a normal evening. And in this case, because of my car registration issues, um, it became something more unusual and scary. But at the same time, you know... Um, it's a good story now. Well, it's a good story, but, you know, it's something that... You, you, you just saw that those LA cops have to probably deal with a lot. Like, you could just see it in their eyes of like, mm-hmm. no... Nah, girls get out like we've seen this every weekend every time every hour just deal with it i know i can't even imagine i mean i got a ticket for drinking in the car i don't even know how much it was but it wasn't cheap and um yeah luckily you didn't get anything i don't know if that would be different nowadays but yeah well i, mean, I had to pay for... i had to pay the impound yeah, you uh, had fee to pay that. um i had to pay drinking and drinking while in the car open can or whatever yeah so yeah that must be because they uh found one can that was open on on the passenger side i think um yeah they got me the ticket so i paid for that i remember that um and then you had the impounding because of your registration <laughs> yeah it's so crazy i tried to tell them that oh i don't even want to tell you why the registration was that was a whole mess i'm gonna yeah tell you that it was because um, my car was in a supposed hit and run. So the way that happened is that I was in an accident. I pull over, like, you know, down the line and I wait in my car and I call, I call back, like, you know, my insurance company that, yeah, you know, this, this accident happened. And then I go back to my office and then uh, I think about, oh, shit, I probably should leave a note on the car. So I go back and then I leave a note later. By that time, I think someone reported my car that it was parked there, sitting, read the license plate and reported it as like a hit and run. That, you oh. know, because I went back later and put the note on his truck later. And then um, I think that's why uh, the DMV sort of put a hold on the re- re- uh, registration. 
But the thing was that in the meantime, the whole deal was resolved because the insurance company called them, their car was paid for, yeah. their truck was repaired, and all these things, except the DMV didn't take off this, um, this hit and run situation thing. And yeah. that's why the whole license, because you know, hi, I'm working, I'm new to California. I think this was my second job and I live alone for the first time uh, without my American husband. So everything is new to me. So when I get a letter, uh, you know, you need to register your car. I'm like, yeah, okay. And then I didn't go in, into why are they not sending me the sticker, you know? Or why can't yeah. they not send me the sticker? I was just like, well, you know, like eventually they'll send me a new form that I have to <laughs> fill out, I assume. And nothing happened. And that's why when, when I went and found out why that was the registration issue, because before I had to go take the car out of the impound, I had to figure out why. And the DMV told me this is why. So I had to go to the police station, show them the records of the, oh gosh, it was such a bureaucratic nightmare you know, show them the fact that there was a insurance case about that and it wasn't a hit and run. And when they approved that, I had to go back to the DMV and then I could get my car out of impound. Yay. Uh -huh. So it was a whole, the next day was like a whole RPG task, role-playing game. I'm, I'm trying to fix my registration, but it was, the whole day was spent like that. Wow. Yeah, but you know, now I know how to do everything. I'm a master of registration, taxes, just ask away. I'm divorced, oh. California divorce. Oh, I, know. <laughs> I know, I know, me too. Oh yeah. my God, I just had to show, I actually just had to find my divorce documents again because I wasn't, because I moved back to Germany and in Germany I was technically still married. So I had to um, find all the documents and somehow I didn't have them. So I had to contact my ex and luckily we're still friends. So he sent me all the documents and then I had to translate them and validate them and, and notarize and all that, all of that crap. And yeah, anyway, I'm divorced finally in Germany. So in Germany, I was married for like, <laughs> in Germany, I was married for a long time. Uh huh. So, you know what happens? Yeah. The same thing with me in Hungary. I never notarized my divorce. So in Hungary, I'm still married to that guy. In fact, I'm married to a second person in the US right now. So. <laughs> It's an interesting yeah. situation, but you know, if you don't notarize something, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It's just not in their system. So, but technically, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you look at it from that point of view, I'm still married to this other guy in Hungary in their system and then married to a new person in the US. So yeah, I came with my new married person trying to, yeah. them and, they're like, and they're like, you can't, you're still married to this person. So how are you married to that person? I'm like, well, <laughs> <laughs> many years, many years. Don't have to think about lewd and things, you know, that are like scandalous. Because <laughs> people assume these things, nobody checks the paperwork, you know, and especially if translation is involved, it gets very difficult to do. Yeah, yeah, it does. I'm trying to get my European passport and European paperwork again because I want to take home my kids and they don't have European passports. They are American citizens only at this point. So that's also a procedure. I have to start with the same thing what you said, translate the judgment of the divorce, uh, start the marriage, the new marriage, put that in docs everywhere, I think mm -hmm. in Hungary as well, and, and everything. It has to be in both countries current. So it is a difficult yeah. thing to live in two places because your countries have two different bureaucratic systems. I mean, 
whatever goes on in Hungary, it's like the worst. But like the US, you know how people like to complain about the DMV. The DMV is a dream compared to what you can do in Hungary. So I would just like to oh say God. congratulations to the DMV. You have like numbers and a row and people just like, ting, ting, this is your what? number and you're a winner when you go in there and then I'm 37. And uh, in Hungary, you just have to sacrifice your whole day. You show up and hope for the best and you just sit there. Oh my God. That's how it used oh. to be in my time. Hopefully they updated it. But like when I left the country in 2003 or 2000, uh, I think three or four, um, they definitely had this terrible bureaucratic nightmare. Well, it's almost 20 years now, so I'm pretty sure they have some changes, hopefully. Yeah, and maybe, but you know, better. it's not like here when your DMV is an appointment based, you can now, you know, make an appointment and just show up. I mean, you know, sometimes your appointment takes a while. Sometimes it's the same day because someone canceled, but, um, in Hungary, I think you make an appointment, your whole day is gone. It's I'm pretty fairly sure. And you have to be nice. You have to be quiet. If you ever go to Hungary and you have to deal with law enforcement or anyone in a position of power, people remember, be nice and be quiet. Just quiet. Just don't say anything and, and, and just say, just say that they are just so they have a feel good, feel good sense about themselves. That's very important. You treat. Okay, well, I'll remember that next time I go to Budapest. Yeah, you treat authority with a gentle, um, quiet, usually just just try to praise them as well. All right. But not in a condescending way. You have to be careful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but here, you know, in the US, people um, are, are doing these things honestly much more easier than what I'm used to. So I'm just, like I said, trying to do the European paperwork uh, for my kids and my husband and even myself, I don't have a European passport and um, I try to call them and every time I call, I think I try two times to call every time after about five minutes, the call goes to the, you know, just beep, beep, beep and hangs up. Yeah, and yeah. Mm -hmm. so I decided to email and the email was no. very good. No. I could outline everything point by point. It's very logical, but I sent it and then no word. So I think I have to call and wait and call and then I probably yep. have to travel down to Los Angeles and take like you know biometric data and all that fun times yeah, yeah it's uh, it's it's not easy to maintain two as uh, some people I know maintain three citizenships which oh is really pain you know um, I, 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 after this because this election has been so brutal um, my husband actually looked into getting the German citizenship and he he can, but the only way he can is to give up his American citizenship. And <gasps> no, yeah, is yeah. this a new rule or uh, no? It's been it's been always like that. You uh, you can't you can only have two dual citizenship if you're born with them, like I was. So, but this is only um, for Germany, Hungary, right? Or Germany, U.S. Yeah, um, no, no. I think it's other countries too. Uh, Germany, any other country. If you, if you come to Germany and you want to get your German citizenship, you think you have to give up your origin citizenship. Which okay, is but sad. this is for Germany only. So if someone German yeah, French, yeah. you can't be German French, or. Well, German French is the same thing because it's all in the EU. Okay. Yeah, I forgot. If you're yeah. An EU yeah. 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 Right. Then... That's that's a whole umbrella now. You know, yeah. before I left uh, Hungary, that was the year 
when the EU was basically formed, we Hungary was voting on join. Well, the EU was already formed, but my country Hungary was voting on like joining the EU or not. And I left that exact year. And uh, Hungary and Hungary still doesn't have the euro, right? No, you guys don't have. Yeah, you still don't have. No, it. I mean yeah. we can't have it because our uh, system is like you know our conversion system goes to like yen, uh, like it's very uh, high uh, currency. Like everything is in thousands. Thousands of yeah, foreigns, and it's it's like Japanese currency, you know. So I think they would have a economist but would have a hard time converting Italy that. <laughs> like good luck. <laughs> but Italy was the same. Italy was everything was in thousands. It was like yeah, the lira. Uh huh. Yeah, lira exactly. One was like a thousand lira. Uh huh. Crazy. Well, the Italians I mean, managed to convert their way. They just get away with a lot because they are large. They have a lot more buying power. They have a lot more say in things, you know. Um, yeah. The smaller countries are like either join the big whale or in your own, you know. Anyway, going back to current times. Yeah, let's talk about the politics again. Unfortunate times, but hopefully good times. Yay! Yeah, and being here in Germany, actually, it's really funny watching the election now from this side of the ocean versus from actually being in America. When last time I was in America, and and you can feel the tenseness. And then on this side, it's more like um, all the Germans are basically just laughing at America. No one is tense. No one is taking it seriously. And it's very hard to watch. I mean, it's kind of, it's sad, but it's very hard, um, for example, for my husband who was at work. And he, he, he found it really hard to deal with the fact that everyone was laughing in the office when it looked like Trump won. And he was the only one that was seriously depressed and anxious yeah. and he had to put on headphones yeah 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 he actually had to tell them yeah you know it's really easy if, if you don't live here and if this is not your country but this is my only country and yeah it got kind of awkward but um no i yes. understand because we i'm not even born american but now i'm an american citizen and i understand that i don't want to live in the country of trump and you know it was a kind of heartbreaking four years for some of us because we felt like, oh my gosh, I can't breathe that, that this happened. I, I still, to 2016 election day, I thought it's never going to happen and it's a joke. And four years of it didn't seem like a true reality for me. And, and finally, you know, there is some light at the end of the tunnel that we can be human again. Um, that's what it feels like living in the U.S. So we take it seriously, the people who live here, especially the people who don't agree with that politic, with that with that sentiment of white supremacy and obviously yeah. you know you cannot agree with that and it's just it's just very sad that this even this even came up and some people you know say they're gonna put up with it and uh, um, and these people who who are outspoken for trump people are gonna go back into their caves and we won't hear from them once things are over uh, we'll yeah. see <laughs> it's hard because especially on the first day i mean on wednesday it seemed like Trump was going to win. And, and now it seems like this election has turned into that bitch who celebrates her birthday for a whole week or month instead of just the one day. Yeah. Um, so it's just, oh my God, the anxiety levels. But it's just funny to see how the Germans are just taking it as a joke because they're just laughing at America. It's sad to see the whole the whole world is just laughing at America and all the Trumpers don't even see that. They... They still think America is the greatest country in the world, and um, obviously this is what the has brought them there because they have no humility, and with no humility, you don't think you need change or need any improvement, and then uh, 
that's sad. <laughs> yeah, it's because it's not over yet, truly. But I mean, to me, it's good that this is our first podcast, and next week when we come back with the weekly show, we I think I think we'll know. Yeah. I think. Let's hope so. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, but the recount, if if there is anything. But the funny part is the memes online about stop the count, but recount. And it's the same person saying it. It's it's just a joke. Oh, my God. It's just, it's so sad. You just see the cost and the hypocrisy. And it's just, it's, if you can't win straight up, then you can't win. Like, stop it. That's not democracy. It's so... So infuriating, so infuriating. <laughs> yeah, and it's scary oh for, for, for people who live here and, and see, um, you know, the groups that are openly carrying guns and in uh, trucks and roaming around with their flags waving. It's it's not a joke, you know, for for people who don't have guns and live here because we don't want to you be see, intimidated. So I don't personally, but in my neighborhood, we only have a few Trump supporters who are openly displaying flags, uh, but those flags either get knocked down by the wind or they get uh, slashed. <laughs> I think some people say it's been slashed, but I, I was like, oh, it got knocked down by the wind. It's sad. Or not sad, but it's like, haha. But uh, yeah, some people were like, nope, that was slashed. And I'm like, okay, that's good. But um, yeah, there are other, you know, parts where um, you could say, you know, more intimidated uh you know usually the uh african-american neighborhoods especially yeah, i heard in sf that. sf uh, chronicle there was a news post about that that people with tra- uh, trucks showed up and the trump flags were uh, waving and they would call people uh, n-word and and it's it's, oh it's really difficult God. and sad because it's the bay area and it's very um usually very liberal and very open-minded yeah. But it brought out the worst in people. I'm going to add this little story in my neighborhood where I live. This can be researched on the internet. It's a town and uh, a very small town, but it's so far right. The population exists here that a guy uh, cut his front shrubs in the shape of a swastika. And this was, yes, this was like local news because, you know, obviously that's a symbol that in Europe is banned. You cannot use it. Yes, and I'm from Europe, that. so I take that seriously. I don't, I don't joke oh about. My God. He had a he front shrubbery in the shape of a swastika in El Sobrante. Yay! It's ridiculous. Oh my God! It's that sad. It's sad. Yeah, because you know you can have freedom, and freedom is great, but freedom is not used lightly and for hate and for other people's you know infringing other people's space it's they don't understand if you have freedom you know in some countries you have more freedom in europe nowadays i think and the swastikas so they're going after jews like they don't even know what does it stand uh, that's the funny part i think he claimed in the (laughs) on the news that he he's just displaying as a symbol of uh that it means a lot of things and he wouldn't even stand by he wouldn't even stand by uh so nobody knows it's like well then come out and say that you're like a white supremacist i mean you're a bold harley yes, davidson driver awesome. like yeah. are you really like yeah, an indian faith believer inside or what's going on with you like i think he tried to claim that it's it's a lot of things like you know the ancient indian symbol and all these like i don't yeah, know that i don't know the origin of that come out and say it and don't fucking put it in your front yard that's stupid yeah it's just it's just those people 
I don't know. It's it's very strange because, yeah, on the other hand, I hear they, you know, I don't live in Texas because uh, those places are more divided. California, I think we are all like happy and safe in a way. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you're in the in the in one of the bluest states you could be in. Yeah, yeah, and I miss California. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, honestly, like right now, it's it's hopefully it's gonna be it's gonna be better by next week. You'll know. Oh my God! Yes. Yes, lots of alcohol this weekend. Um, I'm going to be either celebrating or I'm going to be, um, we have a word here, Frustsauf, and, you know, we Germans have words for everything. That means frustration drinking, um, <laughs> if you drink out of sadness, depression, frustration. So I'll be doing um, either happy drinking or frustration drinking. Either way, I'll be pretty shit-faced this weekend. <laughs> wow, you're continuing with your party lifestyle. I like it. You're just really lean into... I like that because I, I don't like you can't go out anymore right so no my, my party lifestyle is um, uh, me my husband my three cats that's uh, th- that's the party we have with COVID and, <laughs> and lots of alcohol and some um, Paul's Echo for the cats catnip juice <laughs> I think so I'm gonna have to send you some <laughs> I think I'm gonna have you have to send you some CBD or something is that allowed over there is that are you yeah yeah it's all allowed yeah. THC as well yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I may surprise you for with some Christmas gift, pre-Christmas uh, ceremony. Oh. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. So, uh, my cats can uh, smoke some catnip and. Um... Oh yeah, these uh, these would be probably more edible uh, or, or or topical like yeah. ointments and creams. This is what my friend makes, and I really love them. And uh, every time I put it on, just because I use it for you know pain. And uh, my dog loves me. It works. Yeah. Uh, honestly, for me, I really prefer uh, for pain the CBD and THC combination, but it's different for everyone. And I don't smoke pot. I don't like it. I it makes me just feel like I'm sick, like it's I've been poisoned. Yeah. I don't I don't take it uh, like that. But I uh, I put these creams, and I uh, I honestly believe the CBD is 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 one of the better. It's non non steroid, so I love it. Yeah. And we are not sponsored. No, well, sponsored. I didn't say any brand. That's next no. time when my friend comes on and she's going <laughs> to... But uh, no, I mean, I just love it. I uh, Because before that, you know, I had a huge cover of like going from doctor to doctor. And they even told me they're going to inject the steroid stuff. And it got very scary. So I don't want to. And, you know, it's good. Yeah, my if Christmas gift is on the way. Yeah, and if any of you guys are interested um, to find out more or anything, again, we're not sponsored, but if you guys just are interested um, what she's talking about or who she's talking about, um, just send us an email at yourtrash at gmail.com, and I'm sure she can tell you the brand, I'm sure, right? Oh, or, yeah, we can we can probably yeah. post it on our, um, you know, yeah, just uh, tweet at us, or uh, we're going to create our t- Twitter account. We have to, our Gmail is eurotrashweekly at gmail.com yeah and uh yeah that's what i said right i think you said eurotrash at gmail.com but that's close enough but but, like we have to have the exact (laughs) one (laughs) hey let me check sorry (laughs) the same same name as the podcast so um yes yes yeah we'll have a twitter account eurotrash weekly and uh any questions just uh, let us know yeah any questions any suggestions um 
if you if you want to talk to us, if you're a fellow European that maybe has something to say, someone lives in America and wants to talk to us, and we can invite you maybe and have a little session. Yeah, so, I really love to hear people's opposite yeah. point of view because honestly, we don't agree on everything. We are friends, but that's the beauty of friendship that uh, we can listen to each other. And um, I listen to people who are supporting Trump. I want to know what yes. they think. Also, <laughs> on t- that, until I the point it goes into <laughs> supremacies and, uh, you know, hate. And But up until the point, if you're just Republican... I'm like, okay, well, we want to know what you think, you know, because we yeah. kind of want to see what you're all about. But if you go into spewing infanticide, that's when we're going to have a problem. We're not going <laughs> to, we're not going to take that nicely. Too far, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. But although, I, you know, out of jokiness, I admit it to, in California, we all probably just secretly drink our baby's blood, you know, <laughs> to keep yeah. young. But, I mean, they are drinking placenta. Is it is it that much different? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Let's not go into this. The ethical part of placenta consumption. Yeah, that's oh, uh, a yeah. yeah very that's very a, serious that's for topic. A different day, different different different, different <laughs> podcast. We can have a whole hour on that. But yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a joke. You know, just please please. Uh, we are not extremists in any way. So if you have opposing opinions, just let us know and uh, we'll discuss it. You know. Yes, and uh, we'll hopefully be back um, when we uh, when the U.S. has finally decided and Arizona and Nevada have finally counted their votes. And we hopefully know uh, which way the country is going. And let's just say we hope it's riding on the blue wave. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and until then, bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>